What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and theringer.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the digital analog clock to our minutes. right or nice. your left if you're Jacoby. Jacoby. Yes. What's up, man? You are fired up about personal food news. I am. I just went on a trip to a state I've never been to before, and I also was there, like, on professional reasons related mm. to food. So oh. I just have like a lot to tell you about. So we're going to do a lot of personal food Let's news fire at the through end. These stories. Let's go. We're starting with one of our favorite brands, Taco Bell. They have introduced a new product, the big cheese it tostada, which is basically like all of their other meals. It's just like the Taco Bell thing on top of a giant cheese it. It's like yeah. cheese it tostada. Meat, cheese, lettuce, <laughs> yes, tomatoes, tomato, fire sauce. It looks good. Cheese. It looks good. Obviously, I would eat this, but I'm really concerned about the structural integrity of the Cheez-It. That's exactly where my brain went as well. I'm like, the crumbs, the cracking, there's a reason a Cheez-It is the size it is. Yeah. yeah. A big Cheez-It is, it just feel, I just feel like I would need like a large tray to I, lean over to eat this. I, I don't even know how I would eat it because like, you're supposed to like hold it in your hands. You also can't like cut the Cheez-It. No. I don't know. I don't know how it's supposed to work. There's another item, though, that looks However, a, lot, a lot more appealing. If you have the app and you order ahead, this is app exclusive. To app exclusive. You can get the big cheese at Crunch Wrap Supreme, people. Now that makes sense it because looks so it's good. contained inside of the large tortilla shell. So when it, all the crumbs and cracking happens, it happens within that environment. It looks really good. Like, my mouth is watering. I'm happy we're doing a taste test because this looks phenomenal. Doesn't look good to me. Oh, interesting. I think I've shared this before, but when I was in college, my roommates and I, we were, like, cheese it fanatics, and we would dip it in, like, anything that, like, cream cheese, hummus, like, all this different stuff. So, like, cheese it is an all-purpose cracker food to me, and so, like, this looks fantastic. So, the the Doritos taco shells. Uh-huh. Perfect marriage of two brands. I don't know. I don't go for those. Oh, those are good. Have you tried them? Yeah, of course. Uh, they're good. Have I tried uh, Maybe them. not a perfect marriage. A, a pretty good marriage. They fight like once a month. They're okay. Fine, yeah. yeah, it's great. They make All right? it to yeah. 20 years. They stay like, together for the good. kids, whatever. Yeah. Sure. But the Cheez It flavor, that cheddar, strong cheddar flavor, doesn't say like mix me with spicy beef. Yeah. 
That's my concern. Is I the flavor know. profile. I don't know. I, I'm excited about the flavor profile. Like the sort of the like the gringo taco beef with the cheese it. That sounds delicious. I don't know. Like I'm like, but as we talk it through, I'm like, I actually don't even need Taco Bell for this because I can just make it at home. But <laughs> yes. I, that's good news because right now you can only get this at one Taco Bell location in Southern California. They're doing it for the press release. Well, here it is. Here, here we go. are. It worked. We're marks. Next, a food news follow-up. Man, we love to follow up here. This is this is like a, a key food news uh, saga. <laughs> Absolutely. So we told you about how Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were having a legal fight over her selling her steak in their um, Chateau Miraval, which is their French wine estate. And it looks even worse now because it's like to a Russian oligarch. Yes, she sent it to a Russian oligarch, sold it to, I think, yeah, he's Russian. We talked about this way back in mm-hmm. like March, which feels like a different year. So basically last year. Anyway, Brad Pitt is doing some kind of like PR campaign. Maybe he's trying to get out of his own steak now. I, I can't really tell what's exactly going on, but People Magazine has done this incredible spread with Brad Pitt in the photos going inside the Miraval winery. And I never would have guessed this, but it has a recording studio and like so much other stuff. It's 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 basically like, this is like a a giant advertisement for Miraval and Brad Pitt. And it's, it looks dazzling. I mean, I'd love to go. It looks amazing. I love everything about it. Me too. I just like, do you need to have a recording studio at, at your winery? Like, is of that... course. How do you do your podcast? That's a great point. I Did guess... you read the GQ article? No, I didn't. I oh. didn't. I didn't read it, but oh, I took the Brad away. Pitt one? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I don't read GQ articles unless they're written by my guy Zach. But shout out Zach Barron. Doesn't drink anymore. Well, I think he was an alcoholic. So well, then good. Yeah, I think he had to stop. That was some of the some of the stories uh, related to his and Angelina Jolie's breakup, allegedly. Um, but with this recording studio they wouldn't say who in the article but it said like a world famous artist was currently using it Ed so like Sheeran. really i was gonna go with like kygo or like one of those cheesy djs or something like that oh no it's ed sheeran he's huh. everywhere i i like ed sheeran i so like his I. music so I, i'm like okay with that but um this is a giant brad pitt advertisement and i think he's up to something he's been doing a lot of like press press and lately. like where's the movie Yeah, there is no movie. He also just asked for a trial with Angelina Jolie. This is obviously a piece of that. Mm. Like, he's manipulating But the GQ article with the photo spread, like, that usually is, like, my blockbuster's about to come out. Yeah. But I was looking, so when I saw that, I was like, wait a second. And then I saw this, too. I was like, what is, what are we doing here, Brad? I think this has to do with the divorce, honestly. I think they're, like, he's doing some kind of positive press campaign. Here's my really cynical, nefarious take. Oh, I love this. Cynical, nefarious, truly a new segment. I think he's inspired by Johnny Depp's success in his trial. Wow. And I think that he's leading a PR, a positive PR campaign and asking for a trial against what a Angelina take. Jolie. What a great take. Thank you. Win the trial, win the hearts of the people. I, I, I regret to share this take because I feel I need to turn on Brad Pitt as a result. I've turned on Johnny Depp. Yeah, I have too. Did you see they announced like another Pirates of the Caribbean like last week? That's sick. It's, it's like, crazy. It's sick. Like, so, you're, so, so movie studio executives are just like, oh, cool. You kind of won the trial. Yeah, it's like even though all this nasty, dirty stuff about you came out, now you can be your biggest role again. What? I'm I'm totally with you. So I think that's what's going on, but we'll see. Let's move on. This is a troubling story from The Guardian. Troubling for a couple of reasons, but people, some species of frogs are at risk of going extinct because people in France, Belgium, and the Netherlands love eating frog legs mm-hmm. so much. And this article really blames the French, just to be clear. Oh, they're like 78% French, 
I read all the percentages. I didn't know where the where frogs came from, where the frog legs came from. Well, Indonesia. Yeah, India, Thailand. It's, it, a, it's like seventy percent Indonesia. Yeah. Vietnam, I think, is second with like around you know twelve or fourteen percent. Indonesia, Turkey, and Al- Albania were the three main places. And the Indonesian Javan frog, like Java, is what's most at risk. I didn't know about this. Um, I didn't know Java was in Indo- Indonesia. <laughs> Is it too much to ask the French to stop eating French le- uh, frog legs? I understand. I gr- want to try Grenouille them. is like a thing, but I want to try them. Don't you, you want to try them? They're fried. They're like wings. Yeah, I don't love wings. Um, don't love wings. No, I don't. Too messy. Oh, we've gone through this. Yeah, we need to I, get over that. I just, I think that the more that I read, partially related to this podcast, the more I'm like moving away from wanting to eat meat. Like it just like there's a lot of negatives. Well, wait for the taste test. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sort of like, Good huh, tease. Huh, huh. Um, so I don't know, but I just think the French could cut back. Like, you know, we're all we're all tightening our, our belts in this coming recession. I think they can tighten their frog leg belts. <laughs> I mean, it seems pretty ridiculous. But then you start reading it. I read way too much of this article. Take away the frogs. More bugs. More bugs. Never good. <laughs> I... I, yeah, I don't want more bugs. Like right now, I feel like I, I was bugs eat plants, less plants. Like in my lifetime, vegan Julia, less stuff to eat. In my short lifetime of living in Los Angeles, which was eight years, when I first moved there, there was no mosquitoes. When I left, there were mosquitoes. Like it's not good. Blame the French. I blame. <laughs> blame the French. the French. I like the French, so I I have a hard time with this. But oh. yeah, it's tough. French fault. Yes. All right. Next. Moving on. Um, I love the pace with which you're breezing through these stories so you can just have more time for personal food. I have a lot of food. I know. Let's just go quick hot takes. Let's go. I support your pace. This is about a TikToker. Her name is Ashley. (laughs) Ashley clearly wanted to go viral because it worked. It worked. Here we are. And um, she cleans her salad, not in a salad spinner, but in her washing machine. But she doesn't use soap. She doesn't use so soap. So just, just like just she looks at the washing machine that looks like a salad spinner. I'm going to put this on TikTok. People will talk about me. Fine. Question for you, though. Mm-hmm. Are you pro salad spinner? Yes, I am. Do you use it every time you, you make lettuce-based things at the home? No, I do not. But I, I wish I did. Why don't you? I'll, I know the reason. Because I don't like soggy vegetables. I don't, I don't like this. My wife is a salad spinner. Uh-huh. But she's a... She cooks, I clean. Uh-huh. Cleaning the salad spinner is super annoying. Oh. Can you it's just not put, worth it. Can you just put it in the dishwasher? No, too big. Oh. We've you, got a big old salad spinner. You have a small dishwasher, too. Yes. Currently. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's your, I think that's a dishwasher. That's a meat problem? Well, I, It's yeah. plastic. Doesn't it, like, melt and stuff? Um, it will, it'll say on there if it's dishwasher safe. It's more likely to be dishwasher safe than microwave safe. Um, but I don't do it out of laziness, but I also like really don't like making salad for myself. Like it's just not something I really ever make salad at home. home. Yeah. Salad Such at home a downer. is just like, ugh. I don't chop it that well. Yeah. I have to dress it myself. And then I, to, I, like I like a, a salad. Mechanism. I like a salad that has like 10 items. Yeah. So I have to clean and chop and throw away the stuff for 10 different ingredients. Totally. No, thank you. My new thing is I like to get my vegetables like served with like farro or pasta where you can like wilt the spinach oh, by yeah. pouring the pasta over it. Oh, like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. good. I'll throw in some tomatoes onions and yeah. call it a day yeah you, like an entire bag of spinach for like one serving of pasta it wilts yeah. and turns into nothing it's perfect and i'm great i'm like oh, look how much and i barely tasted it i'm like i just had so much spinach great <laughs> exactly. job Stel. good job by you <laughs> all right next moving on to one of the greatest musicians i think currently alive and maybe ever how do you feel about t-pain i like t-pain more than I like t-pain's minutes. music he had some real hits though back like in the year by the year 2005. Oh, he, yeah, like like if he was in a versus, 
he, he, he would put up a, a stronger catalog than you would think, especially when you include features. Him and, and his versus d- battle would, produce, would put producing. up more than you think. I mean, like, Buy Me a Drink is, like, one of the most iconic songs. I'm just, like, really hyperbolic today. But, like, he's just, he was on a run. The I mean, you called eight time. years in Los Angeles a lifetime. I said in my Los Angeles <laughs> lifetime. You did not. <laughs> You did not. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. I mean, he's just got so many hits. Anyway, he's had a real renaissance in the last few years. He's been doing some interviews. Like, he did Drink Champs. Did you see his Drink Champs? He's really good on that. No, but he did like the Tiny Desk thing where he did like a bunch of his big hits. It's acoustic. Huge. Yeah, huge. He's got like 10 songs that you know every word to that you didn't know were T-Pain songs. Yeah, like I'm Sprung, I'm In Love With The Stripper, Buy You a Drink, Bartender. I mean, that's just like all a great. few. Like those are all so, so good. So yeah, I mean, he's... High likabilities too. So if you're thinking about partnering him for something like Alka-Seltzer, which we're getting to, seems like a perfect person. And on that note, T-Pain, who would like to buy you a drink, has now also co- collaborated with Alka-Seltzer for some hangover relief. And it comes with a jingle. Top of the morning. Gotta get up, get out, get going. Cause you've been moving in slow motion. And that headache got you groaning. I got Alka-Seltzer hangover relief. So my hangover is over. Ain't nobody yes. aches, I'm back on my feet. Put your hands up and sing along with me. This is a great song. This is my song song of the summer. T-Pain can't miss. So Alka-Seltzer, I thought, sort of was a hangover relief thing. I I based that solely on Mad Men. But Alka-Seltzer is a product that has just, like, lost a generation. Yeah. Have you ever, like, I need an Alka-Seltzer right now? Have you ever gone and got an Alka-Seltzer? No. I would be like, I need Gatorade. If someone said, what does an Alka-Seltzer do? I would be like, fix you? I don't know. Like, is it like a stomach settler? Is it a headache pain thing? But yeah, it's thing, all, it's all this. Yeah, now we have T-Pain to tell us. Relief from headaches, body aches, and mental fatigue. You know what it sounds like it's good for? COVID. Are people <laughs> yes, taking this during yes, COVID? <laughs> yes. Forget those, like, whatever horse things that Joe Rogan was Plaxlamid. doing. Yeah, boom. He needs to add another verse to that. And COVID, too. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, keep this in mind. Also, yes. very much more readily available than, like, I don't know, ivermectin, which does not help with COVID, just to be clear, or Paxlovid, which you have to get from your doctor. This is just available at Target, CVS, and Rite Aid, and at this point, I want to remind you, this is not actually for COVID. It's for hangovers. <laughs> the food news listeners can't steer them astray. We want to be able to post this on social. We don't want yeah. this to be taken down. This is violated I the Twitter wanna, rights. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want a COVID-19 warning label. Yeah, exactly. This is for hangovers. It just hangovers, sounds like COVID. As you heard T-Pain say. <laughs> plot, plot, fizz. Plot, fizz, fizz. I'll listen to that again. Give me a plot, plot, fizz, please again. Come on, Mike. I, I'll film while you do it. I love this song. This song is hot. It's my song of the summer. Like, we're going to play it in the car. Gotta get up, get out, get going. Cause you've been moving in slow motion. And that headache got you groaning. Oh, oh, damn it. Oh, damn it. Yeah. 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 More bars. Here we go. It's got to build. Here it comes. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try it. If I was, I, next time I have a headache, should I have an Alka-Seltzer? Yes. Okay, I'll try I'll, this. I'll report back. You know what? For the pod, I'll get drunk. <laughs> That's so nice of you. For the pod. Thanks, Jacoby. I'm dedicated to food news. <laughs> and I will That's try great. this. I don't, I don't know where to get it, though. Alka-Seltzer? No, no, they have Alka-Seltzer, but I don't think they have this particular Alka-Seltzer. This is like a, a sub-brand of Alka-Seltzer. Yeah, I understand. Um, they have it at CVS, right in Target. And by the way, I believe in none of those, like, drink this before you go to sleep and you'll be fine in the morning. You won't be fine. It's like, sorry, bro. Also, I, I, I just don't believe you. Anyone who's listening under the age of 30, buckle up. It only gets worse. Hangovers are horrible. Yeah. Enjoy while you can. Yeah, seriously. Next, this is disgusting. This is from a website I haven't heard of before, vinepair.com. Have you heard of that? No. 
<laughs> was it iwaspoisoned.com? <laughs> it might be on there. Who, who knows? Here's the headline. Dirty water hot dog. This hard seltzer is brewed from hot dog water. I mean, this is like another like quasi marketing PR yeah. release, but like this just sounds really, really great. Gross. This is from a company called Martin House Brewing Company. Well, someone, uh, someone's going to order us some because this is a future taste test. This definitely is. It sounds like a good summer one too. For like we're next yeah, summer. Yeah, that, that, that was the place. whole pitch. Yeah. That was the whole pitch. The seltzer is created from water left over from boiling 52 pounds of hot dogs. No artificial hot dog flavor here, folks. Okay, but hot dogs themselves basically are artificial <laughs> That's flavoring. fair. That's fair. So, As we saw in that truck moving over in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, funny, side note, remind me when we get to personal food news about hot dogs. I thought of that. Uh, do, we have, do we have to do another 30-minute pod for personal food news? I have so, I just honestly have so much. Um, but All right, yes, so we Warg's will try gonna get Mike, Mike Warg on. Our producer's going to get us some uh, dirty water seltzer to drink. Okay. And we'll do that. Great. Um, next, we have two more stories. Beanless coffee startup. Mm. Okay. Let me get to the good part. There's no... Okay. Let me get to the good part. It's called, so this, it's called a Tomo. It's from Seattle, It's obviously. all about sustainability, you know, the coffee, um, you know, coffee harvesting regions, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Deforestation, But at the very bottom, mm -hmm. the founder of the company left the company. <laughs> this The personal drama is what I found interesting in this one. So now, like, the new CEO, COO is like, well, Jared's on to other things, but we're going to continue to save the world through terrible coffee. <laughs> I was thinking, why did Jared leave? I don't know what happened. Jared is on to his next adventure. His legacy is strong through the innovative science he established at Atomo. Here's what probably happened. They probably was just like, interesting idea. You have no idea how to run a company and scale this. You're out. We'll yes, pay, you'll pay you to that's leave. That's how it works. That's Here you what, go. That's what happened. Yeah, here's $20 million. Then he starts some other canned beverage company. It, 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 this is this is giving me real, like, uh, we crash vibes, and I love it. The reverse engineering of the coffee bean, that's what they are doing. Removing it from the process of making coffee and substituting it with molecular concoction derived from naturally. Made from? Sustainable, upcycled plant waste ingredients. Plant waste ingredients. Wait, wait, wait. So you're going to like the compost? Is that what we're doing? That's not plant waste. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Plant waste to me is like the, the salad that Juliet didn't eat that she made at home <laughs> because it was so boring. Like that, they just give it, like, is that plant waste? What is plant waste? It says upcycled ingredients such as extracts of date seed, chicory root, and grape skin. So I guess like... Yeah, like the pieces grape of plants. Skin? Like if you're making used. grape juice, you take that stuff and turn it into coffee. No fucking thank you. I don't know. I'm going to come back to this once again in personal well, food news. Listen, when, uh, <laughs> I'm teasing this so we got 13 minutes left. <laughs> Should we go to our taste test? If, if it gets us closer to personal food news, then yes. Okay. Also, I want to know what happened to Jared. Can we do a follow-up? Can we do a follow-up on Jared? Mike will do a follow-up on Jared. Great. Today, for our taste test, it's really quite connected to this coffee situation. Mm -hmm. Burger King has introduced the Impossible Whopper. We are trying it, me, Mike, and Jacoby. Yep. No cheese on mine. Uh, I guess because it's impossible. Yeah, no cheese. Because it's vegan. Cheese is but not there's vegan. there's bacon. But there's bacon. So there's so impossible bacon. And then what are these little crispy crispies? Onion crisps? No, onion crisp is good. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, it's got some flavor. Mm, love that. I like that. Me too. But so, no cheese, but we got some impossible bacon. Why the bacon? Is this, is it vegan bacon? Yeah, I believe it so. It must be, right? I believe it is real bacon. So, Wait. All right, so what? we're not putting cheese on. Cheese, no. Bacon, yes. That's what we're doing? 
<laughs> Wait, I'm so confused. This doesn't make any sense. Okay, so Juliet is now researching Mike's research. Doesn't yeah. believe, because th this is warranted a double research. I need to yeah. triangulate this information. Here I am on BK.com. 626 calories. It's a flame-grilled patty made from plants topped with lettuce, tomato, ketchup, pickles, and onions. It doesn't say anything about the bacon. Yeah, did you Are put you the bacon at the southwest on? one? No. Oh, that's why there's... Oh. Oh. I see. Okay, that's why we have these crunchies on there. They're supposed to be like tortillas. Oh, they're working. Dokey. You know, I'm going to have a bite while you research. Okay, here's, here's what's going on. Okay, this is explaining a lot to me. Mm. What's an impossible southwest bacon whopper? Sesame seed bun? Check. Impossible patty? Check. Bacon? Check. Here are some items we don't have. American cheese, avocado spread, spicy spread. We don't have the cheese. Do we have any of these in the in the bag? Did they run out of cheese? No sauces? No Mike, cheese? Mike, how did you procure this Burger King? Did you eat the cheese? I picked it up. Which, which Burger King? The one right here. So one here in downtown Brooklyn. Downtown Brooklyn. So downtown Brooklyn, we might need to complain about okay. you. One thing I will say about Burger King, burgers are better than McDonald's burgers. And whatever they spray on to give it that flame broiled mm, taste, works. it works. It works. It tastes good. I'm hungry. It tastes good. I, if you gave this I'm to me, I'm very confused though. This this is, this does taste like I made it in my backyard though. Yes, and also if you gave this to me no. and said this was a regular beef whopper, you got avocado spread there. I got avocado spread. I also do have the other sauces, but like there's just definitely not enough of the other sauces. Yeah, but the, uh, I want to taste that more. I would not know this was not beef if you didn't tell me. I like an Impossible Burger. I really do. But the idea that there's an Impossible Patty, no Ten cheese, minutes. and bacon. bacon is just insane. <laughs> Completely insane. Like, like, who's the target market here? I don't eat meat, but butt pork. I only eat pork. I'm a, a pescatarian. Was that a porkatarian? It's like a the swinitarian. Like, like Anti-kosher, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> do you feel personally insulted? No, but I'm just really confused. I mean, like, this is fine. This is not the best Impossible Burger I've ever had. No. Okay, I, I just need to get into personal food news. I have so much on this topic. I'm so excited for this. Okay. Let me eat the rest of this burger. Have a great time. So I just wanted to ask Ben, I went to the Aspen Ideas Festival. I moderated a panel about called What We're Gonna Eat in the Warming World. Oh. There are two people on the panel. There's one woman's named Lisa Dyson. The other person's named Jared. No. <laughs> Recently <laughs> left Tomo's Coffee. He's on to another adventure. He's not available. <laughs> yeah. Lisa Dyson started a company called Air Protein, where they use carbon capture to create meat substitutes. So instead of plant-based, it's air-based. And they're making... Wait, what? Scallops, chicken, Hold and up. burgers. Hold up. They capture air yep. and turn it into chicken. Yes. And it's based on technology that NASA invent like introduced in like the 60s and 70s when they were trying to when they were going to space and they're like what are people going to eat in space so they like in invested invented this no air in space process Car carbon though because humans expel oh. carbon oh gross like I'm gonna eat your burps and like a chicken breast it's not how it works in okay. this but that's sort of the foundation of it mm -hmm. they use food grade carbon I learned all about it because I had a researcher this for my is panel. wild yeah and then there's another company this is great personal food news by I know. the way another we're just getting started that's why I had to get to this. <laughs> I'm into it <laughs> There was this guy named Greg, who is the co-founder of another similar company called Air Company, where they are using similar carbon technology to make vodka. It's called Air Vodka. Apparently, it's very good. You can buy it mm. here in New York. Um, it's also very expensive, apparently. But it's like, this really rocked my world. So, like, I'm dying to try this now because we're. I like these plant-based meat substitutes. And it's like an air-based meat substitute. I got to try air -based it. Air-based burger. So. 
listen, okay. you know I'm an idiot, right? Mm-hmm. So like, talk to me like I am an idiot. Okay, explain I, I to me. A lot of idiotic questions. Yeah, explain so don't worry. to me how you take air and then make it into a hamburger. So, um, Lisa, explain this. I just spoiler, by the way. We can run the conversation on food news next week if we want to. Okay. So, I mean, like, if people are interested, um, DM us. But anyway, she said it's similar to fermentation. Like, the way that you make, it's this fermentation process similar to how you make yogurt. And so, basically, they use food-grade carbon dioxide, which is, like, the same as what you put in your soda stream into your water. And... So, is this, like, was this, like, sushi-grade tuna? It's like this is this is the good carbon. Yeah, this basically. is the good stuff. It's, okay, it's not your burps. It's like yeah. pure CO two. <laughs> oh, the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's basically a giant soda stream CO two canister or whatever. And then it's like this fermentation process where it's like some chemical process and it comes out as meat. And she said they she's like sixty food scientists working on how to make these different products actually have like the taste and texture of a scallop or of you know. Excuse me, I have burps. From Two my... burps. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We, we could have made a sandwich right there. <laughs> well, it takes a few days. <laughs> oh, but the, okay. But the point of it is, while making a steak basically takes two years, the entire process, making like air scallops takes, or an air steak takes like a few days and doesn't, and you can do it in any climate, anywhere. You don't need like farmland or whatever. So it's like much, much better for the environment. Hmm. And the vodka, we should also definitely taste the air vodka from air company can we expense it yeah it sounds expensive. of course it's six i think it's like i read it was like 65 dollars oh, per that's bottle not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a high-end vodka but i'm like i'm like really into it and i was asking them like do you care about aesthetics because like impossible burger wants it to look like a burger and lisa said no and and i don't know with vodka like aesthetics matter less looks like water but it's vodka so anyway it was really fascinating and it's just like i just now feel like i'm like seeing this stuff all over the place and then relatedly because of our hot dog food news, when I was at the festival, 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 you when I was it. at the you festival, the, every day for lunch, one of the options was there was like these like hot dog carts and you could have like, they have what they call duck dogs, which I guess is like based on, or bird dogs, which is based on a turkey hot dog, a, sure. a beef hot dog, or you could have a vegan one. And I was like still so repulsed by the photos of the hot dog meat on the side of the road. But I have a vegan. I have a vegan one. I was like, I could I not have a hot dog. I can't do hot dogs right now. <laughs> Only I, if it's seltzer with booze in it. Yeah. Well, I consume hot dogs. Yeah. So I just like I could not do it. It was it, it really really stuck with me, and it was okay. It wasn't great, but like I don't really like love hot dogs. So not having hot dogs is not really like much of a sacrifice for me. But I was really impacted by those disgusting, disgusting photos. And I also thought of them as we discussed these air meats because you will not be getting like a side of the road scallop meat or whatever from air protein. I have some questions about the air meats. Okay. A chicken breast. Yes. And a hamburger. Uh Uh-huh. It seems like they're still sort of like made of the same foundation. Yes, like a foundational protein. Yeah, so it's like you're, it's kind of the same thing, just in a different shape, with like a different flavor sprayed on top of it, right? Yeah, but there there are ways to also include like other really good nutrients for you that also make it like very healthful. I don't want to say healthy, but like healthful, like giving you things that you need. Let me just nitpick for a second. Okay. It seems a little bit like solar power. It's like we harness the power of the sun. We can power the earth. The mm-hmm. sun is not going to burn out for millions of years. Why don't we just use this? It's like, well, 
takes up a lot of space. You don't get that much power. It seems a little impractical. Mm-hmm. Was there any of those vibes going on? No, because this is actually really practical because it's, it's the opposite. It takes up less space, less time, less resources. I think the question is how you scale it so that it becomes, it replaces meat mm-hmm. and how you get people to actually want to eat it. I mean, but I, I'm hopeful because like, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm like as unenvironmentally focused as anyone. Like I didn't really care until like somewhat recently. But like as we do this podcast and I learn more and more, I'm like, do I really want to be eating meat? It's kind of gross. It's wild. <laughs> I also heard David, no, David, Daniel Hum, the um, chef, the somewhat controversial chef from Eleven Madison Park, talk First of about. All, if you're not somewhat controversial, then I don't want to eat your food. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had, he had, he so much. He was talking about like Eleven Madison Park going from being like high end duck foie gras to vegan and like some of the stats he was sharing about like how many ducks they used at 11 madison park was like really gross so Uh, more personal food news from you what is it i'm asking oh i thought (laughs) (laughs) what is my personal food news jacoby i had i had another one now i don't remember you go i don't remember i just that was a lot Moba Danga. That was great, by the way. Thanks. That was fascinating. Thank you. I was really, air meats is air like, meats. wow. Yeah. Everyone listening to this podcast just learned something new yeah. that they can go and tell their friends at a dinner party. Yeah, seriously. And also Google it, air protein. Also, the, the two people who I interviewed, Greg Constantine and Lisa Dyson, are like incredibly impressive. Google them. Yeah, I love meeting those people. That, yeah. You was, are just like way smarter and more was, articulate than I am. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like asking really dumb questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But, but that helps the audience. I hope. I hope I'm like that the audience wasn't like, you know, they, they didn't like go to school to learn what air protein is. My personal fitness. Okay. Um, I play basketball with my friends. We're known as Mobadanga. Okay. Chachalushin Tissinga. Side note, I, mean, I meant to text this to you and I forgot. Did you get the M.A. Leon door? No. New Balance 550s. No, this, I'm getting there. Okay. Emily and Dora host this gym okay. with New Balance. Where is that gym? Can't tell you. Okay. And it's lovely. And I got invited to play basketball there. Okay. Play basketball. Look bought nice. some clothes. They were not selling the shoes. Mm. You can sell the clothes. Can't, you can buy the clothes. Can't get the shoes. The clothes are really cool, though. It was this Sunday. Remember how hot it was? Two no, I was minutes. in Aspen. Oh, it was hot. Like, mm. like, like do the cool. right thing hot. Cool. It's sunny and great. And we're like, Civil unrest? No. Okay. I mean, sure. Pride Day. Okay. So whatever. I was, I was, that was a do the right thing joke. Sorry. Oh, Carry okay. on. No, but there's a lot of unrest going on that weekend too. So I thought maybe you were. But it was Pride Pride. <laughs> Bad pride joke day. by me. I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I do. I'm a good for at least five, five a pod. <laughs> I go to a place. It's hot. We have to move over one of the one of the umbrellas just to stay out of the sun. It's like that kind of hot. You don't want to sit in the sun. And then we just play basketball. We're sweating. Mm-hmm. We ordered. This guy orders for the table because he likes to order for the table. Wings various greek dips and um some other finger foods seemed like a great order and then as the server was walking away this gentleman goes and i'll have the watermelon salad what and i was like oh my god he was sitting right across from me i was like that thing's gonna come out here and i'm gonna want it you're gonna be so jealous and i had a watermelon salad okay cubes of watermelon Mm. feta crumbles sure Tiny slice up, sliced up little diced mint. Mm-hmm. I had two. I considered having a third. Watermelon salad's perfect on a hot sunny day. Why do we only have it in summer? We should have it all the time. I'm telling you, I, I, the watermelon salad. I, I think I've probably had four in my whole entire life. This should be a thing. Like it this is, is a, like Jacoby, welcome to Earth. It is a thing. It's a thing. Yes, they have it all the time. How many, how many watermelon salads have you had in your life? Oh, just took a said, never okay. had a watermelon salad. You two are weirdos. You also never, no. have, never recognize. We got to put this on the poll. Is watermelon salad a thing? Yes we, or no? We will put it on 
Ringer Instagram and my personal Instagram. Um, it is definitely a no, thing. No, no, it's not a they thing. They had it in the fucking Aspen Festival. At like the, just like in part of the buffet. They had air meats there too and duck dogs. I couldn't, okay? I couldn't eat the I couldn't eat that. It was a bird dog, okay? I got it wrong. I don't know if ducks are birds. I don't think they are. I think they're mallards. Anyway. What? <laughs> what what? I know that ducks aren't birds. Ducks aren't birds? They are? Yeah, they fly. They've got feathers. Is everything that fly a bird? No, they've Bats got feathers and they fly. Okay. That's a bird. You're t- wait, no, no, no. Saying a duck is not a bird is insane. And they go, no, I think they're mallards. A mallard is a type of duck. You say things with such confidence and you're smarter than me. Sometimes they, like this stuff slips by. But d- ducks are birds, dude. I don't have to Google that. I, I, I said, is duck a bird? And to Google, it says ducks are birds. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You do not have to Google that. Ducks are birds. I don't know. I, just animals are, I don't know a lot about. Really? <laughs> I That's your intellectual blind spot. I animals. Don't like, I don't like them. Yeah. You don't like them. Correct. All right. Well, listen, you know, this podcast is about growth and it's about just getting to know <laughs> food and each other. And today you learned that ducks are birds because apparently before you walked into this room, you didn't know that ducks were birds. When I, sometimes when I'm like hanging out with my friend's kids, I'm like reading a book to them. I like can't identify the animals like the kids, <laughs> like the kids can, but like I can't. <laughs> what goes oink oink? You're like, I don't know. I don't um, know. Horns? Something. I, I, or like when I do crossword puzzles, there's like animal related questions. I never know Move the on. answer. I never, <laughs> Move on. Ducks and birds, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you so much to Mike Wargod for producing this podcast. Thank you to Burger King for not putting cheese on our burgers. But putting bacon on there? Super weird. We're going to think about that for a while. We will be back next week. <laughs>